0: You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget, minus Bridget today, but Jill's sitting in for her right here on Moody Radio 89.3.
1: And I'm so glad to be here on this morning because uh, we're joined by Kevin Palau. He is the CEO of the Luis Palau Association. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us on a Friday.
0: Thank you, Jill and Eric. Yeah, we're getting ready for this uh, event for ministry leaders here in South Florida that you're going to be a part of. We'll tell you more about the uh, Church United event that's happening on the 28th of February. It, it's, it's a missional moment is the title, an invitation to engage today's cultural questions with compassion and courage. Okay, let's let's kind of break through these things together with for just a moment. Engaging today's culture. Kevin, how do we do that? The culture you might say hates us to a point how do how do we engage mm. this culture
2: yeah you're you're very right, and I don't know that it's that different than what the church and followers of jesus has have, have faced for two thousand years, but you're right, I think because of social media, I think we maybe we're all more aware of how out of step we seem mm. <laughs> with the culture and um You know, I think we've got to engage it like Jesus did, with love and with compassion, with genuine curiosity as to why people feel the way they do, why they, to put it, you know, strongly or maybe honestly, it seems like we're hated at times for things that we would say are good. So um, I think we've got to have a sense of humility and compassion that says we're standing on the truth. We don't have to be afraid of that, of that, antagonism. But we've got to try to find ways to get around those barriers that people put up to, to help them see the beauty of Jesus Christ and the beauty of following Jesus.
1: Well, it's kind of easier as believers, too, isn't it, to retreat, to, to realize that we've got biblical truth and we can be around those that believe and think like we do. Why is it important to engage such an anti-God culture?
2: Well, I think really it's obedience. You know, we, we are here because because faithful followers of Jesus obeyed the command of our Lord to say, go into the entire world and take this life-changing message, invite people to be part of this kingdom, experiencing the life of Jesus Christ in the challenging world. So I think, honestly, it's obedience. You're right. There's no question, Jill, it's easier to say, this is uncomfortable. I'm going to just hang out with, with people that think exactly like I do. It, you know, it's more comfortable, and maybe it feels safer for me and for my kids. So it is a step of faith to say, I'm going to engage, and, and engage, I think, in a way that does listen, listening to people's disagreements or even listening to people's um, kind of angst against, quote, the church and you people believe, blah, 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 you know, this and that. You know, it doesn't mean that we're agreeing by doing that. It doesn't mean that we're compromising our faith, because I think sometimes it can feel like, well, I can't sit and listen to someone complaining this and that or, you know, attacking the church. Well, you know, listening doesn't mean that we're agreeing. It does mean that we're we're showing enough care to say, "I, I do care what you think. And if you have been hurt by the church or had misunderstandings, i I'm sorry about that, but I think you know in in dialogue these days, I think it's not going to primarily be frontal attacks as it's going to be being that maybe surprising listening ear. Oh, I thought you were like this, but you're actually treating me with love and kindness. I think that's what you know I live in Portland, Oregon, which you know is a is a pretty radically unchurched antagonistic place and and we're working, you know, hundreds of churches. We've been working together the last 15 years. Like you have in South Florida with Church United, there's something beautiful when the church works together to say, you know, we are stronger together, and we can find ways to try to attract people to the beauty of Jesus Christ.
0: This missional moment is the title of this Church United event. It's happening on the 28th of this month. That's a Wednesday. It's a morning event going to be held at Christ Fellowship Church in Boynton. You can find all the information at our website, ericandbridget.org. We'd encourage you, if you're a church leader or pastor, to be at this event, because one of the other aspects of this—you already talked about this—this this, uh, courage that we need. And mm. my son's on a college campus right now, and I just keep—I mm. keep reminding, look for the remnant. You're not alone, yes. but you have to find yes. that remnant because you need yes. that courage, and you need those brothers and sisters around you. This type of event does that for us, doesn't it?
2: It really does. I mean, I, I love uh, Eddie Copeland and Stefan Chavijian and the the, the the leaders behind the scenes of Church United, but to think of across South Florida hundreds of churches, from from large, well-known ones like Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale, or, or Christ Fellowship and all its campuses, to many, many smaller churches of different denominations and ethnicities still standing together. Mm. You know, one way that I like to think of it is, uh, you know, in a, in a way like we're in exile. The, the people of God throughout the years have often been in exile, meaning you're kind of in a different culture. You realize, like, this is not... <laughs> uh, what it used to feel like, you know, the majority of people don't necessarily resonate uh, with scriptural truth, and maybe don't have the same presuppositions. But God is with us, and being together is important. And you're right, this this event coming up on February 28th is going to be a great chance to be reminded I'm part of a beautiful mosaic of the body of Christ. Together, we reflect what Jesus looks like when we're together across our differences, and to have a, to listen to um, an amazing apologist. Like Lisa Fields, um, who does such a great job helping us not be as afraid and to realize we have, we have firm reasons to believe what we do. We can't prove the gospel to everybody, but we do have a, a firm foundation. Lisa's going to help us um, think about things like that. And, I, and I'm hoping to share a little bit about our journey in very unchurched Portland, Oregon, and, and just have that sense of encouragement. God can use us to help explain and express. The good news of Jesus today.
1: Well, it's really what you're talking about, living out the gospel. So maybe give Mm -hmm. us a little bit of practical insight into how that happens.
2: Well, you know, I think think it's about being in relationship with people. Uh, People today, because their assumptions aren't like they were, let's say, in past generations, where even if people didn't go to church, even people that didn't go to church, that is, you know, shared a certain general assumption you know they would they would have have had sort of a judeo-christian ethic they would have kind of agreed the ten commandments express uh the way we're supposed to live and and the you know the bible maybe i don't know it that well but it you know it it contains genuine truth about the way we're supposed to live so i i think that um uh, the way that we, you know, it is about living out our faith as well as, as well as expressing it. I think people need to see a kind, caring Christian community, which is always there, by the way. I, I think, you know, Eric and Jill, you know, you know that, and I know that, that, that so much of the good that's actually being done on the ground in the trenches is being done by followers of Jesus Christ. Who is there actually caring for kids in foster care? caring for our houseless friends and neighbors, um, caring and receiving refugees that, that come into our communities. So often it's quiet, unsung, humble uh, brothers and sisters in Jesus that are simply obeying the command to love our neighbor as ourselves. And, and, and often, though, you know, those aren't necessarily the voices. Sometimes, sometimes the people that speak loudly on social media, you know, aren't the people that—we you know, didn't elect— who gets to speak on social media. So sometimes the voices can come across very negatively or antagonistically, or, and I think sometimes that's out of fear. You know, when we feel like we're, quote, losing this cultural moment, we can sometimes react out of fear and anxiety. And that doesn't draw people to Jesus, in my experience. So I think what it can look like is, again, this sounds like easy Sunday school stuff, but, Look for those opportunities to build genuine relationships with your friends, neighbors, coworkers that don't know the Lord. Pray for them. As simple as it is, sometimes it starts with praying for an open door. People are more open than we think. It doesn't mean that everyone's just so eager to hear the gospel and, and pray to receive Christ right that moment. But I think people are, are looking for listening ear. And if they're coming from a very different place spiritually. Maybe they haven't had an opportunity to have someone ask them what they believe and think, and maybe what their experience has been with church. And I think that listening ear opens the door. Ask good questions, but be prepared to to not be ashamed of the gospel either. You know, don't just keep it to, to simple spiritual platitudes. Be willing to talk about how Jesus Christ has changed your life. That's one thing that people can't really argue with is your own story of the difference that Jesus Christ has made to you and your family.
0: And your dad was also famous for reminding us that it's being kind to your car mechanic. It's, it's, it's being (laughs) uh, gentle with that person who's packing your groceries. Those all come into play here also, don't they?
2: Yes, they really do. They really do. You know, it's, it's as simple as that. The body of Christ, the hands and feet of Jesus, you and me, every single person that's listening uh, to us right now that knows and loves Jesus you're where you are for a purpose. You're not just accidentally floating through this world. We know that biblically. But that means that in Broward County, in Dade County, in Palm Beach County, um, there are countless thousands, I'm sure in that, in that Tri-County area, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Jesus followers embedded in every nook and cranny. The church is by far the most diverse and diversified community in the history of the world. Believers are everywhere in positions of great authority and leadership, and and just the humble, quiet brothers and sisters serving in all kinds of different ways. So we have the opportunity to be the hands and feet and the voice of Jesus um, in South Florida, and I'm really encouraged to see, you know, how God is going to continue to use us as we just take little steps of faith Hmm. to be uh, loving and kind while not, again, being embarrassed to be identified as a follower of Jesus.
1: It's this missional moment, an invitation to engage today's cultural questions. Kevin Palau coming all the way from uh, Portland to be with us for that date. It's uh, in the middle of the week, February 28th, and you can find all the details when you head to ericandbridget.org. Kevin, thank you so much for spending time with us this morning. How would you encourage uh, that person listening this morning to even be a gospel presenter today?
2: I would say Pray. As you're driving in your car, pray for opportunities and pray for a a chance to be kind. We can all do that, even when we don't have time to have a big conversation. You can look someone in the eye rather than just mumbling and looking past or being so distracted by your own worries that you miss that chance to be even a bright spark for a second that leaves someone thinking, what is it about that person that just makes me feel a little bit better or makes me feel like I'm missing something. So, you know, every opportunity you have to encounter someone could be an opportunity. It's certainly an opportunity to be kind because that might just be looking at someone in the eye and smiling as you're walking past, but it could be the opportunity to actually ask them how they're doing and mean it to have, you know, even 60 seconds to say, no, I mean it. How are you doing? And, and be a chance to even to say, can I pray for you or I'm going to pray for you. That might be, oh, you, you believe that that matters? And so I think, you know, pray for an opportunity today to be somehow uh, a light for Jesus.
0: Mm. Kevin, thank you for your time. We do appreciate it. Have a great weekend.
2: Thank you so much.
0: All right. right. Again, the event is coming up on Wednesday, the 28th of this month, and all the information is listed at our website, ericandbridget.org. We'd encourage you, if you're a ministry leader, a pastor, uh, someone who wants to learn about this moment in history, this missional moment, and how you can be an impact partner in it, uh, find out more, again, at our website, ericandbridget.org, about this Church United event.